Episode 203 of Morning Minutes with myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak. The diamonds yes. are under your nose. Yes. What are, we, what are we referring to, Mark? Tell us. We get asked by good clients all the time that live locally about buying out of the area. And when I'm saying out of the area, 45 minutes away, one and a half uh, hours away, 24 hours away, plane flight away, they say, what do you reckon? And we say, buy under your nose in the market that you know the best. Buy under your nose where you've, where you've lived, you've got the relationships with local agents, buy where you're familiar with, because people, I think, Mark, people take for granted the knowledge they know, even without knowing it. Like, you see that's people- a big, I reckon that's the biggest one you nailed it, actually. Yeah, done. Show over. Thanks, Amal. Show over. See everyone. Have a great day. <laughs> because uh, we, all, we, we all have it where um, a client will, like a family, they're a barbecue, the house down the road sells, and like, wow, that was a great price, or yeah. wow, that, that was cheap. They're not basing that on any specific knowledge, but they've just got this sort of sixth sense of market knowledge of what price sounds right and what doesn't. Yes. Now yes. you can't take that for granted when you start when you're looking for a property, especially if you haven't bought before. You've just got this sixth sense, um, and I think that's a big thing as well. What else, Mark? What? Why? You know why what a good you example. Sort of you know what a, but you know, just to emphasise what you're saying, guys and girls, taking it for granted. You may think, well, what? What do we exactly mean by that? What we exactly mean by that is this is your biggest investment in your life, for the most part of most people. It's your biggest financial investment in your life. Now, get this. How well do you want to or how familiar do you want to be with that investment, the biggest investment in your life? Let me give you a stupid, small, but very good example, your local supermarket. If you go through your local supermarket and you go shopping and you've never been there before, it will take you ages and you generally won't get everything that you want. So there's this familiarity when you've been into a supermarket 100 200 whatever times you become very very familiar and very efficient at what you're doing property selecting the property in your area under your nose is much the same it's the biggest asset you're going to buy and there there are thousands and thousands of tentacles there are thousands of thousands of pieces of information assets that you can use to help make good decision in buying, renting, renovating that property that you just will miss out on if it's out of the area. I'm telling you, you've got to buy under your nose. Yeah, and I think there's a, another big one which goes with that sixth sense. There's markets within markets. Like we, I look at DY, um, our core suburb here on the Northern Beaches, and mm. there's stigmas attached to here or there. There's little... Um, there's can sometimes be a, for the exact same unit, fifty thousand worth fifty thousand dollars more being on that side of the street compared to the other side of the street, and this doesn't always mean because there's something blatant there like the beach. It could just be um, there's a couple blocks of housing commission. It could be that set of the shops. There could be um, there's a back street that bypasses five minutes of traffic which you can only get to because there's no right turn. There are markets within markets. And if you're looking from the outskirt, coming out from the area, 
you would yeah. look at that two better on let's say the inferior side wall and say someone paid 750 for that i'll pay 750 for that but you may should but they're both guiding 700 and you and reality is that probably should have been more of a seven hundred thousand dollar unit um and you just don't know that and it's very hard to learn that in a like you've got so much going on in a transaction to buying markets, oh, look at markets are really hard to get and you and know what people can't um how many times words either yeah but how many times as an agent have you sold something in a bit of a inferior less area. desirable location and you've turned around to your sales colleagues and said yeah they're an out of area buyer yeah a lot right a lot, a lot. Of the time. it happens all the time and it's like why and that out of area doesn't mean they're they're less educated than anyone else they just don't have those that you know what we're talking about that familiarity or that market within a market or those, those that knowledge of the area so when you are buying one of the biggest assets of your lifetime and you are in an area that has proven a track record of performing well most of the reasons i see people not buying that area is affordability yeah so they'll go look i'm going to buy in melbourne because i can get something for under 400 grand i'm going to buy in queensland because i can get something under 300 grand but those areas often they're making mistakes in the purchase. The amount of times I get owners coming back and selling that asset 10 years later mm -hmm. for the same price of what they bought it as always. And you know what? I think people also need to change a bit of their mark. I think with a lot of areas, if you're generally, if you're renting, I reckon you can afford a property within that area. It may not be the property that you want to live in, but I'm, most of the time you're going to afford a property in that area if you're already renting in that area. And Absolutely. what I mean by that is, let's say you're renting a townhouse and you want to buy, you want, you need to move into a house. Let's. Yes, you would like to buy the house, but you can't afford the house. Now, instead of just buying a house somewhere else, why don't you just buy an apartment in that area that you know yeah. where the good areas are and then you rent a house. You know what I mean? Rent, yep. like, so you, you, you need a house size because you've got two kids, but you can't afford it yet. So instead of yep. moving into another area or buying it somewhere else or buying a house somewhere else, buy, buy where you know and the what you day. can afford and rent what you need there's nothing wrong there's a lot of arguments saying it's actually better not to own your home stay yep. more mobile liquid uh and have an investment and have your properties as an investment i know it's a there's nothing wrong with owning your home i know there's a there's a big ethos on owning it rather than renting it um some people would rather own one home than 10 investments and rent their home so there are, there are a lot of people who could be a pathway you could be on that path but just in order to get on that path you get in on, on the on a unit level one or two bedroom unit with that view of three to five to seven years getting that ultimate home that you're after but you know what's scary after. mark you have a deposit no michael tell me tell oh thanks for asking so yeah but and the, by buying in the same market that you may want to buy the house or eventually live in you're sort of protected with the cap with the market and what i mean by that is if you buy a unit outside of the area and that area and where you want to buy the house, that area doesn't grow, has as much capital growth. 
that may only go up 5%, but the house where you want to buy goes up 15%, your gap and your affordability to buy that's even worse now, and you've owned a property. But if you buy a unit in the area you eventually want to buy the house, if the house market goes up 15%, more than likely the unit market goes up 15% in sync. So that means your money is growing equivalent to where you actually want to go. Because how many times, Mark, like what you said before, people are buying an asset out of the area and it's worth the same because they just didn't spot where's, where's a good buy and their affordability gap from what they could sell that to buy the house is even, it's worse. It's worse I'd love to know what people out there actually think about uh, the chat this morning because this morning, guys, we're you know we're, we're challenging the thought of, of when you're buying a investment property or a property to live in or a commercial property, do you buy something under your nose? And mm. that's why I've got the picture of the diamond. And you know, um, the biggest thing we haven't touched on yet, Mark, the biggest thing is the management side of things, knowing the local trades, knowing a great yeah. property manager. And yeah. we had a client who used to always say he, he would drive past his home. He'd drive past his properties and just see how things are being treated. If there's a lot of rubbish on the lawn, if there's, I don't know, a lot of clothes on the clothesline, maybe more than what it should be or what he thinks, because there could be more extra people living there. There's four cars in a two-bedroom, like in a one-bedroom apartment. Like, yeah. there's little things by you just driving past um, because it's in your area that can really uh, help with your investment, the quality of it. Oh, there's thousands of things that you just don't think about. Um, you know, we, and you know, you've got if you look at your network around you. You know what they say? Um, they no, say when tell you. Me. Just, <laughs> <laughs> they say when you die, the average number of people that turn up to your funeral is 72. Mm. I had someone, a uh, funeral director, tell me that the uh, when they print off those cards at the funeral, they get a reference. But on average, it's about 75 cards, that those 72 cards that they print out. That's your network or your sphere of influence. Make no mistake... Uh, your sphere of influence is 100 to 200 people when you're young and sociable and in your 20s, 30s and 40s. That network of one or 200 people, you have your real estate agent, you have your plumber, you have your electrician, you have your uncle who knows everything about property, you have that massive embedded network around you that you have you are reduced to zero when you're yeah. buying out of the area. Yeah. So your, net, your, your network, your friends and family cannot help you with your biggest asset that you have because Buffett bought in Queensland or Melbourne. Yeah, very good point. How many times do you hear people say, my friend's a builder, he's a, he's a carpenter, he can fix that, he's a plumber. All of that yep. goes out the window. And yep. you would think with your largest investment that you could be doing, you want to have all the resources and friendships and ammunition up your sleeve with your, your local agent, your local friends who can do the works. Um, out of sight, Elfmar, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind is a big one. Is a big one. Yeah, when it's not, when you when you got that investment, you can drive past, kick it, um, uh, paint the front fence, do whatever, do whatever you want. 
but you've, you can drive past. That's a big bloody thing. When it's out of sight, it's yeah. out of mind. Yeah. Anything else you want to add in this one? This could be a little quick one. Quick one. Look, look it's a quick one it's a, and it's a simple one and it's a rule. It's a golden rule that's, yeah. that's often broken by people. So, and the reason it's easy to break is it's so tempting seeing the cheaper properties in Queensland and mm. thinking to yourself, you know, the barrier, the barrier of entry is lower in, yep. in, in some areas. And you think, yeah, you know what? The rent is higher. But yeah. the rent's higher because it's not a good suburb. It's not a good area. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if if the val the rent is higher because the value is lower, does that make sense? Yeah. It does. So pe- it does. people are people are drawn not in by that. Drawn in people are drawn into Sydney for very basic, simple and fundamental reasons. You gotta remember it's a long game. It's a long game. Look at it over thirty years, not just here yeah, yeah. next week's rent being a little bit more. There's a reason um, the rents are higher. As you said, they're worth a little bit less. They're less desirable. Capital growth is where capital growth, cash flow helps you today. Capital growth will help you resist you when you retire. So play the long game, property is the long game. But you know what else? Climatic, why is Sydney higher in price than Melbourne? And why is Sydney higher in price than Queensland? You've got to look at the basic fundamentals of science. Yeah, um, weather, right? Everything. So climatically, um, if you look at the weather in Queensland, it gets a bit hot. If mm. you look at the Mel- the weather in Melbourne, well, mm. it gets a little cold. So and hot you know, and rainy, all in the same hour. <laughs> yeah. So the reason, one of the reasons. So what what that does is for business for industry, for families, uh, for everything human, people are attracted climatically to Sydney more for, for simple reasons like that. Now, what comes with that is often better agriculture. What you know, what comes with that is uh, waterways. If you look at our waterways of Sydney, um, they are the waterways. I study geology, by the way. Very good. For, for, uh, but for, if you look at, <laughs> for two years, one one hour a week. Um, but if you look, if you look at uh, geographically, again, another thing that that when you are climatically um, great, it actually creates the geography tends to be a little bit better as well around. So waterways uh, and stuff like that. Sydney Harbour compared to yeah. to you know Queensland and compared to Melbourne beautiful so that's all going to tie into even health wise um you know aging in in a in a uh, in the northern territory of, of australia where it's super hot will be harder on the body than mm. uh than you know than sydney in fact so I, I think when you're talking property prices guys believe it or not you've got to consider that this these stuff these sort of things come into it that is why uh, when you when you stem off that it all stems from that. That's why Sydney does a little bit better. So if you're from Sydney, buy in Sydney. Uh, if you're from Melbourne, buy in Melbourne for the reasons we spoke about. If you're from Queensland, buy in Queensland. Stick to the area that you actually know. Uh, it'll be much more powerful for you.
Yep, diamonds are under your nose. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in this morning. Sean, Serge, Rembrandt, Mr. Michael, Michelle, and oh, it's good to have you on. Good thing, lucky Luke wasn't on. He may watch it later because he would have been a bit like <laughs> Queensland, Queensland. Good on Luke. We love Luke. He's a great We're buyer's agent, buying properties all around Australia for his clients. Look, look, Luke's Luke's a salesperson, and so are we. Um, there is a market for him to take people from Sydney to um, to yeah. Queensland, um, and uh, his job is to educate that market, and our job is to educate that market, and people have free will to make their decision. Um, so you know we're certainly uh, we're not discrediting people from Sydney buying in Queensland um, if if for certain reasons they need to, but we give people those reasons and people make those decisions. So. It's interesting, hey. It is. All righty, guys, we'll be back tomorrow morning, live, 7.45, for more of Hot Goss for episode 204. Thank you for watching. Giddy up. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.